This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say... You really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, I'm Oliver Condit, the editor of BBC Music Magazine, and welcome to the BBC Music Podcast. You can buy a copy of the magazine at your local newsagents or download our app to your iPad, Kindle Fire or Android tablet. And for the latest music news and more, head to our website at classical-music.com. This week, Reviews editor Rebecca Franks joins me in the studio to talk about the October issue's recording of the month and its recording of Richard Strauss's Symphonia Domestica and the little heard work Die Tageszeiten, performed by the Berlin Radio Symphony Orchestra and the Berlin Radio Choir under their conductor Marek Janowski, and it's on the Pentatone label, and it's a wonderful SACD recording too. Um, Perfect for that sort of multicoloured Richard Strauss world, isn't it? I mean, these works really are sort of beautifully orchestrated and be- beautifully performed, and, and it really does sort of deserve that extra special treatment, I think. Yes, and I think the Berlin uh, Radio Symphony Orchestra and the, the male voices of the, of the Berlin Radio Choir give really fantastic performances here. Um, there's sort of lovely balance and transparency to their sound. It's really winning. I think Strauss can become a bit, you know, over the, there's a temptation for it to become a bit over the top and overblown, but mm. that absolutely doesn't happen here, and you can hear hear every single line really that you need to. And actually, this this disc features two works we don't normally hear in the concert hall, and actually, this recording has ended up being one of my favourite Strauss recordings. I think it's just because the the work seems to be cherished so much. I mean, you have the Symphonia Domestica, which is Strauss's portrayal of sort of happy family life and all the sort of uh, the, the, the travails that go with that, the wife, the the, the son. 
son, the, the, the grumpy husband, all that kind of stuff, portrayed with a massive symphony orchestra, but performed with such delicacy and such sensitivity. And it's so enjoyable. There's a real arc of narrative there, isn't there? It's funny, when you read about the history of this piece, um, you know, it was it was drawn from his life, um, written at the, at the start of the 20th century. But actually, when, when it was first played, people were really, well, critics were quite taken aback that he'd used an autobiographical um, sort of source of inspiration. Um, the critic Ernest Newman wrote it was orchestral colour is grossly overdone, it's coarse and sprawling. Um, Norman Del Mar later said he had appalling doubts and the programme is intolerable. And now it just seems, I mean, that seems completely from a different era, actually, because it, it it's does. so much fun, this piece. It is absolutely wonderful. And and what's t- terrific is that um, I think, well, I don't think it's much to do with the performance as anything, but you can really hear the themes, you can really hear exactly what the, the piece is about from the from the arguments between the the uh, the husband and the wife to their to their lovemaking to their child screaming to the the clock chiming to the bustle and the arguments in the morning when everyone's rushing to get to their various you know appointments it, it, you, you really can as i said earlier hear the narrative i wonder if that perhaps we should hear actually the opening of, of the piece actually because straight away you're, you're you're in there with the themes that kind of represent um well strauss himself really that was the opening to the Symphonia Domestica. Um, also on this disc is, is is a remarkable rarity, as David Nee says in his review, the Ditagas Seiten, scored for um, male voice choir and full symphony orchestra, a kind of um, combination you don't really get much these days. And, and actually, it's such a demanding um, work to perform for choir, male voice choir, and for the orchestra, that I think it would be very difficult to, to stage, wouldn't it? Uh, perhaps, but I had to say, I, I mean, I didn't know it before I heard it, and I utterly fell in love with this. It, it seems to have everything that you kind of expect from Strauss. Um, you know, this sort of the lush orchestration, the be- again, the beautiful lyrical lines of the voices. Um, and it's very rarely heard the orchestra and, and the, the, the chorus that was new to them. They're hoping that more people will want to hear it and, and play it, having heard this recording. And I very much agree because, you know, it, it seems bizarre that it's not played so often. Mm. So what we've got here is time, actually to talk aside means times of the day. You've got the morning, you've got um, afternoon rest, and you've got... Um, evening and night. Um, I think we should hear a clip from Afternoon Rest because I I love the sort of shimmering sunbeams, as it says in the poetry, that that Strauss sets. And um, although he's a very literal composer sometimes, you know, in the Alpine Symphony, you really can tell when the the waterfall is coming along and the storm is pretty obvious. But but, but he does it so so beautifully. He's like a sort of orchestral magician, I think. Well, here as well, the the lines, the vocal lines just sort of seem to be very, they're very long and it's sort of, it's very very slow to move, but actually underneath there's so much orchestral detail shifting the whole time that somehow it's sort of, play, you know, it's talking about rest and eternity and all these, you know, this sense of nature as this vast being. And he, he turns that into the music somehow. I don't know how he does it, but he does. <laughs> 
So that was an extract from uh, Strauss's Die Tageszeiten, uh, the afternoon rest movement. I think um, the male voice choir is extraordinary, actually. I think absolute... Um, you know, hats off to them. Um, it, it, it's beautifully shaped, beautifully, beautifully crafted, and beautifully pitched. It, it is, and um, in fact, David Nee sort of in the review in the magazine sort of picks out their beautiful pianissimos, and you know, just the real control that they show here in um, in managing this 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 difficult music, and and the orchestra as well. I think is on really superb form. Um, I think it's interesting actually um, that they have done a lot of opera and. You know, that big Wagner um, series of operas, very well reviewed in the magazine, actually. And here coming to Strauss, obviously another operatic composer. They, mm. uh, there's something in their playing, their sense of drama and storytelling that, that works well, I think. Here, and I think the choir. If we hear the beginning to morning from um, from the times of day, I, it's a choir fortissimo, um, and yet they don't sound as if they're shouting at all as as male voice choirs sometimes can. I think it's very restrained and very tasteful. That was an extract from Morning from Richard Strauss's Die Tageszeiten, or The Times of Day, um, which brings us to the end of this month's podcast discussing the October issues recording of the month. So join us next month when we'll be talking about the November issues recording of the month. So until then, bye-bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this BBC Music Magazine podcast, which was produced in our Bristol studio by Jack Fletcher. For more of our podcasts, visit our website at classical-music.com or simply head to iTunes.